Tis the season of overeating. Tis the season of all the treats, pies, turkey, yep. whatever you could put in your face. Tis the season, AJ McCall on VFX. But despite that, there's something curious that we eat a full amount of in a year. Oh. Plastic. Ew. In one year, you eat the equivalent of an entire dinner plate's worth of plastic. A dinner plate? Dinner plate. That's disgusting. Absolutely not. You eat a credit card's worth every week. Okay, but like how? Is it just with like all of the little particles and stuff that are like within your food? Apparently. Like water? All it says is you're eating tiny pieces of plastic all the time. That's... That's kind of disturbing, right? Yeah. Because I don't obviously actively choose to eat plastic. It's not like, oh, I got to shred my credit card. Well, you know. Nom, nom, nom. There's no way the thieves will be able to get it if I just eat it. May as well. (laughs) I mean, that's the next step, right? Everybody cuts them up, right? I throw them in two different trash cans to make sure they're split apart. Right. That's a safe safe way to go. We're supposed to do that. Now I'm just going to eat a couple pieces just to make sure I really put them in three locations. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. Absolutely not. That's disgusting. Ironic. I think it's ironic that this study also comes out this time, right? When you're, you know, you got Thanksgiving, you got Christmas, you got all the desserts, you got all the, the feasts, the feast, 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 feast. Right. And like, oh, by the way, also you eat plastic. Also, why not? Why don't, why, why, why wouldn't you? I mean, you should. It's disgusting. What's even worse, scientists don't know yet how eating so much microplastic affects our health. The answer is, I'm sure it's not great. Ugh. I can't imagine that this is a good move. Ugh. 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 All right, so uh, next. next time you need an excuse to get out of a meal, I guess you're just like, well, you know, this tastes like plastic. And then you're like, actually, no, it really is plastic. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, Friday, I got in a disagreement with uh, my significant other over what to do with our, our a certain special Christmas decoration. We got a follow-up. One listener left us a message. Oh, good. There was a disagreement in my house because uh, one of the things that Ashley and I do when we travel is we get Christmas ornaments. Uh AJ McCall on VFX. It's uh, one of the things we collect. It's one of the ways we mark we go. And the disagreement was we've had this discussion before, and as we get ready to set up this year, we're way behind. (laughs) I went back to the the, the, uh, disagreement before, which was, look, I think we should find a way to display these yeah, these sure. ornaments without hanging them up because I'm legitimately no, I don't want to break them that because like we had one we got from Yellowstone which fell and shattered when it smashed into a bookshelf and luckily that one is easy to replace but right. like the ones we've gotten from traveling internationally specifically the one I'm thinking of, we have a really nice glass one we got from an island off the coast of uh um Venice uh-huh. that's known for blowing glass. They don't they don't sell their stuff online. The only way to get it to go online. And if that one breaks, I'm gonna be to go to re- it, yeah. Really mad. Yeah. And so we have a disagreement. So I, I joked like oh, this feels like the adult level of I've reached you could look but don't touch. Look but don't touch, right? Well, someone took offense to that. Oh good. And they left us a message and here's what they had to say. The logic to not put them up uh fear of them breaking would kind of be the same logic of you buying, you know, a brand new Corvette and not driving it because you're afraid to wreck it. You have it, you use it. That's a risk you take when you use it. If it breaks, um, you know, in five, ten years, you know, you got the memories out of it. It's like I understand that not wanting these things to break, but I mean, what's the point of having them if you're not going to use them? I mean, you use the you use the reference to like a Corvette or something. There are plenty of people that have fancy vintage cars that don't use them like you use them you look at them 
you take them out for a spin every once in a while or to a car show or something, and then you take it back home and you put it back under a cover. You love that thing. You keep that thing. You baby it. You baby it. You baby you that it, baby. You read it stories at night. I mean, I, 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 I would also push back on the, uh, the thought that, you know, Corvette and Christmas ornaments, like if I right. spend, you know, somewhere close to $100,000 on a something, <laughs> I, I probably ought to get something out of it. Yeah. The ornament. Also, I'm not talking about just stash them away. I want to display them. I just don't want to display them on the Christmas tree. I'm thinking like a nice shadow right. box I think you or should, something. I think you should do. A display case. Yeah, like a display case. Would something be cool. like that. Dude, something sturdier. I got, I got ideas on ideas on ideas. I came to the right department. You did. Oh, you did. Don't you worry. <coughs> we'll create some sort of like a big wreath of ornaments that's like a safety wreath where nothing like, you know, bounces and it can't like fall down or anything <laughs> along those lines, you know? Is there translucent uh, bubble wrap? Is there a way I can wrap them through bubble wrap and you can still see what they are? <laughs> yes. I'm sure we can find some. I'm thinking just the case. So you could still see them. Uh-huh. And then they're, I feel much more comfortable as opposed to the tree and it gets bumped or whatever. Just one day the tree's like, nope, yeet, and it shifts yeet. and they fall. I want that to happen. Yeet. We spend pretty penny buying these things yeah. and I don't want them broken. Yeah. And I've totally seen it understandable, I think. In my face. I've seen it explode and I was like, <sighs> luckily Yellowstone, Yellowstone emails. It's like, you know, was, it's like a couple, couple hours away. A little yeah, bit of a jump. too. If we had to drive, it's not like we couldn't make it. Yeah. Uh, so my family, speaking of people unhappy with me about Christmas, my family was unhappy when my sister was like, Hey, by the way, if you were thinking about getting your boy, my boyfriend, something, here's some ideas. And I was like, yeah, I met that guy. So no, I'm not going to. My family was like, well, you know about that. So then as opposed to following uh, suggestions, trying to be obstinate, I thought there was a much bigger question that needed to be answered. What the heck's your bailout gift? Last mm. minute, you got to get something, you know, everybody's not going to hate. What do you go with? So yesterday at this time for the Crumble Debate at 8 on VFX, I was talking about how my sister sent some suggestions about yeah. her boyfriend who I've never met. They, he's been around for a minute, like seven, eight months, I think. Oh, okay. I was like, here's some stuff you can get him. If you want. I was like, I don't really know him, so no. <laughs> no, I met him. Right. To me, it's weird, but okay. I guess I'll flex on the fact that it, to me it's weird because it's just like, hey, I don't know you. Here's a present. But, I mean, sure. <laughs> then, and McCall agreed with me. Is, thoughtful is another way that like people would normally go with that, but whatever. Okay. I, I, to me, it trends more in the creepy vibe. Sure. We're not talking Dexter, but okay. McCall agreed with me, and, and no pressure to get one. No. And McCall and said, nah, no pressure to get one. But my family heard that. They said, well, actually, pressure to get one. Because we hate you if you don't. <laughs> now, the argument my family made was, look, do you have to go all out? No. no. Yeah, man, we get it. But... To say you're flat out not going to get him anything after your sister brought it up, that's kind of rude. One, to your sister. Two, we also want to be very inviting to your boyfriend. I'm like, or her boyfriend, my right. boyfriend. Right. Whoever's. Everyone's boyfriends. We're very All inviting the to the family. we got it. Uh, but I don't want to. So my sister did give me some suggestions. Okay. And, and I'll take a look at him. But here's the thing. Like, if we're going to, now I'm just being obstinate. I'll admit that. <laughs> we're doing, I'm going to do it on my way. Okay. Like, I. I ain't going to spend a ton. I'm going to say it. I'm just not going to spend a ton. Right. I don't know this dude. Right. My personal philosophy, and McCall and I have talked about this a lot, because her and my families are completely different in the gift-giving thing. Yeah. My philosophy is the way the way the older I get, the more I narrow down who I'm spending, pres- spending presents for. Right. Close. Close people. Correct. So I had a thought. Okay. Because I get in this argument with my stepmom all the time. 
So she says gift cards, not a good present because it's impersonal. And I thought, me personally, I love gift cards. Yeah, it's like I'm going to use them. It's basically money. And more often than not, it's to food places and, you know, I like that's that. awesome. I like that. So what if you got like a, a bailout gift? Like say, like not so much a white elephant gift because okay. that's more silly. And right, dark, right. But say you got invited to like, a, I don't know, a Christmas party. You're like, you got to bring a gift. And you're like, okay, I'm going to get something that has mass appeal because I have no idea who was here. Like if you're going to Dustin's Christmas party and it wasn't white elephant, it wasn't silly, but you had to bring something reasonably priced, you know, in the 10 to $20 range. What do you get? What's a bailout gift well, that has a lot of appeal? Um, I feel like gift card is usually a really good way to go. That's what I was thinking. Because like people like gift cards. It's gonna be like, oh man. Oh, how money. dare you give me money to Ridiculous. this restaurant? That's this dumb. I think that's a good move. I also think that like if you were to go for like bailout gift, maybe like a even just a generally like appealing a, thing, like a family game night package type thing okay. where it's like here's some sodas or drinks oh, and you. Okay. and okay, you know okay. snacks and here's a movie or here's a game who's or gonna, who's going to hate that gonna right hate, right I, like that. I mean i think I like that's a that. fun little that's a fun little package and it's creative okay and yet also not like oh you're bailing out but if you're looking like ultimate like bailout gifts like i don't know what to get you you got lotion you got blankets you got like Here's some soap. You're going to use it. Like, you know what I mean? They're, they're, those are your, like... I got you a hygiene package. Yeah. Found it at Walmart. It was $5. Kevin, You're welcome. Kevin, what, what would your ultimate bailout package be? Something edible, like chocolates or goodies Whoa. or gift cards at restaurants. Food's good. Everyone Food eats, man. Good. Yeah, who's... That's a good idea. Who's going to argue? Oh, it's not personal. Like, sorry, I thought you ate food. My bad. Right? <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't realize you were on the water diet. My bad. <laughs> exactly. I, like push comes to shove. I guess if you find it personally, do. But I, I think you're. I'm gonna. I'm. You know what? No, I'm gonna go the complete opposite way. If you get gift cards and you throw a fit about it, you're the Grinch. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I just finished. Yeah, I just finished all of my holiday shopping this weekend. Nice. I am so excited about it. Now I have to like wrap everything. I got a couple of presents wrapped. She's the, she's the star when it comes to wrapping presents. But I did stop and get a couple of gift cards. And I, I feel good about it. Yeah, the argument I always heard as a kid is because it wasn't something specifically for me. It was impersonal. Impersonal. I disagree. What it says is, look. I understand. I understand you need some cash money. Do Here you, you go. Heck yeah. Thank Everybody you. can use cash money. Again, what money? I hate it. You'll never hear it. Oh, I Facts. hate money. Wow. Facts. Mom, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> that never would happen. Florida not on VFX. Let us get the three headlines, please. Okie dokie. We got headline number one. Some lady got evicted from her house, so she set it on fire, which was not the move. I can't have it. Nobody can. You can't have this. Then we got story number two. Police have caught a suspect who took over 30 candles from a Cracker Barrel. That's a lot of candles to shove in your jacket. Yeah. To be honest. Do you need like... I'm slightly impressed. Forgive me. I don't know what the price of candles are. Expensive. Are they? I feel like there's some reasonably priced ones. I mean, if they're reasonably priced, they burn out in two days. So... They were okay, Yankee candles, second, okay? Oh, okay? We're talking my, my serious follow-up question cheddar. was like, how, how nice are the Cracker Barrel? There, there, there you cracker go. Cracker Barrel, there you go. Yankee candles. There you go. And then story number three, Santa and an elf. 
taking down a shoplifter in a Target parking lot. There you go. Three Ooh. crazy stories. Ho, 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 you're going to jail. I like it. You know, he should have said, ho, 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 somebody's getting a lump of coal. Oh. That would have been good. Been very naughty. I don't want to go as far as to say that, like, I feel like my arm's twisted in picking Santa Claus. <laughs> But like less than two weeks out from Christmas, don't oh, you feel? Oh, oh. <laughs> don't you kind of feel like you gotta pick the Santa Claus story that shows up in Florida and not Brayden? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like it feels like if you don't pick a Santa Claus, like oh I saw that. Oh I got you. Because he's making a list, checking it twice. He's gonna find out if you're not. You're nice. Right. If he sees me when I'm sleeping, I'm pretty sure he watches me when I'm awake. Otherwise, it'd be kind of. I weird. mean, he's, that's what they say in the song, at least. Yeah. AJ recalls Florida not on VFX. All right, so we're leaning story three, but let's hear the full story. Okay, story number one. We got a lady who was evicted from her house, and so she was really unhappy about it. So she figured if I can't have it, nobody can. So she lit it on fire. Uh, to to, to uh, quote the McCall Taylor, that's putting out the energy that you're just never going to get it back. Because if you thought you were going to get it back, you definitely wouldn't destroy it. Uh-huh. Exactly. Exactly. If you appreciate something, you're not going to destroy it. Uh, anyway, officials say combined value of the house and its contents that she had burned 90 grand. 90 grand. So the I'm timeline look, timeline of the video what? goes a little something like this. These guys knocked on the door. Uh, she entered the back door of the residence, 5.39 a.m., 5.41 a.m., she is seen exiting the back door and running away, and then at 5.43 a.m., there is smoke seen coming from the residence. She made quick work of that house, huh? Yep. Molotov, bye! See ya! So anyway, then she ended up getting in all kinds of trouble, arrested on charges of arson of a structure, first-degree criminal trespassing, criminal damage, all felonies. So she went to jail, directly to jail. Then we got story number two. Uh, this guy thought I'm stealing all of the Yankee candles from the Cracker Barrel, which the Yankee candles are nice. That's right. I know. I like we, them. we clarified because I was like, how nice are your Yankee Yankees? I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I recognize They're those. very good candles. He took you. 30 candles. That's a lot. Like, the cops Yankee looked at candles? him and they were like, what are you, what is in your cup? Well, they were at the tables, right? So they're probably like the, what, the quarter size or the half dollar size ones, right? The little tiny ones. Or were they the big ones? They were the big ones from the gift how shop. You, how do you The gift 30? shop ones. Okay. Who also was asleep at the wheel? Uh, yeah. I guess his reign of terror came to a halt when a detective sitting down for a bite to eat stopped the thief leaving the restaurant with a mysterious bulge oh, in wow. his jacket. He tailed the suspect to his vehicle. And struck fragrant pay dirt. The, the he candle motherload. The man's sport v- utility vehicle was packed with hundreds of candles. Why were you I suspicious? thought there were only 30. Why were you suspicious? He smelled great. He smelled, he smelled fantastic. way better than he looked like he should have. He, he smelled good. Very good. So there's story two. And then we got story <laughs> so number <many> three. <laughs> Some guy shoplifted from a Target on Friday, but they were taken Not down. Jay. They were taken down in the parking lot by undercover cop who was dressed as Santa and an elf. Uh, there was an undercover. Okay. Okay. Yep. Well, you know, Santa works in a serious way. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Got all kinds of helpers. So there you go. Three crazy stories. <laughs> all right, Braden, what are you thinking? What are you thinking, AJ? I don't Like, candle guy is definitely super suspicious. I still want to know how you steal that many candles. And look, I'm not faulting. Anybody, because maybe you got tricked or whatever, but I've worked in, in retail a little bit. How do you fall asleep at the wheel that bad? Like, if you lose, like, one item, a candle, okay, sure. Maybe a few candles. A bunch of candles? I, I don't think you're moving those very quickly. It's not like they're conducive to, like, grabbing a ton at the a bunch. But 
I still feel like our arm is twisted here. We got to pick Santa Claus, right? Because it's just, it's hilarious that Santa Claus, just the image to me of Santa Claus standing over someone and telling him, ho, ho, ho. you got a lump of coal. I think we've been I very we bad this year. Number three. Well, let's go with number three. Final answer. Final answer. Let the record show, McCall, and for Santa Claus, because we know he's watching, we're picking story number three. Is that the right answer? It's not. I'm sorry. <sighs> that one happened in Riverside, California. Oh, so not so far. Nope. Not I mean, not Florida. As as they said in Home Alone 2, Santa's omnipresent. He's everywhere. Totally. So technically, technically, if I want to argue semantics, he could have also been exactly at Florida at the exact same time. He could have been. But, but Braden, that means no win today. But you can't play every weekday at uh, 650 on VFX. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Florida not on VFX. And now that we, uh, I was going to say got rid of, but that sounds mean. Now <laughs> that we have eliminated, exhausted the option of Santa Claus with AJ and McCall, we, we don't feel any pressure to pick that. He's given us his, his blessing, Ken. Cool. All right. So two remaining stories on VFX, please. Okay. We got story number one, which involves a lady who got evicted from her home. So her only option was to go back and blow the thing up. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. So she went back to her house. The timeline goes something like this. 5.39 in the a.m., she arrived. 5.41, she's seen exiting the back door. 5.43, smoke is seen coming from the residence. By 5.47, both smoke and fire begin to bellow from the residence. A minute later, flames and smoke continue. The camera shuts down due to, you know, the fire. And the combined value of the, of the home and its contents, $90,000. So she is arrested on, on charges of arson of a structure, first-degree criminal trespassing, and criminal damage. All are felonies, and, you know, that didn't get her her house back. Is it something like the early bird sets the house on no. fire or something like that? Because 539 is crazy early. I yeah. mean, it's not because I get up there before then, but for, I like, mean, normal right. people. For, like, normal people. Yeah. I, I feel that. So there's story one. Then we got story number two. Uh, this guy decided he wanted to go to the Cracker Barrel, which, not a bad choice. It is hearty food. It's soul food. It is soul food. However, at the Cracker Barrel, he then stole candles. And this guy is like, I guess, a serial candle stealer. Serial candles. Yankee steal. candles is what it says. He now, just wants his house to smell good. His reign of terror came to a halt when a detective sitting down for a bite to eat spotted the thief leaving the restaurant with a mysterious bulge in his jacket. He tailed the suspect to his vehicle. It smelled great. And it was full of fragrant candles. The man's sport utility vehicle was packed with hundreds of candles. Good. Gosh. At first, when I saw it, it said 30. But I think he allegedly took 30 candles in one move. Good. In one move. What, like, so he took 30 whole candles. What is he going to do with that? Well, like, like, how is nobody paying attention to the I, fact that again, there are like hundreds of candles that are fell just asleep with the wheel? Take it off. Completely agree. Hey, but man. I mean, what is his plan with hundreds of candles? Like, everybody Man, gets candles get, this Christmas probably. season. It's going to get real romantic at his house. Good God, Honey, I can't figure out which smell is which. Well, I just wanted to make sure you didn't have the Rona. So <laughs> I'm, glad your no- I'm glad your nose works. Wow. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Ken, <laughs> where are we at? What do you think, AJ? Okay, well, now that Santa Claus is, uh, we, we picked that story. That was incorrect. I thought the candle one stood out like the... the the setting the house on fire, I think we've had stories like that come up, and it's just a, a small amount of rage that someone taps into at any point in time. But 
Who was asleep at the wheel to give up hundreds of candles? What was a guy going to do with <laughs> hundreds of candles? And like the guy was like, oh, the detective was like, oh, I saw bulges in his, <laughs> his jacket. Where were you at the like first hundreds of candles, man? I think we go with story number two. Right. Um, honestly, let's go with number two. All right. Number two, final answer, McCall, because everyone loves candles for Christmas. No heads up. McCall definitely will love some candles. For I Christmas. love candles. Is this story number two? It is. Congratulations. That may or may not have been some sort of subliminal messaging. So hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you, Ken. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. I'm not implying that McCall would steal hundreds of candles. I would for not Christmas. steal hundreds of candles from anywhere. She definitely has the purse to make it possible and the pack-pack, so my to pack speak. pack Quote-unquote purse. Yeah, because this is it. like my purse. Dustin said yesterday, because I have my wallet, but my wallet is basically like my purse because yes, it's like- that is a purse. The size of my entire forearm. That is a purse. I have long The other forearms. thing that you call a purse is actually a backpack. That's a pack-pack. A small pack. one. But yes, she pack has pack. the she has the means. She has the means to steal. Never would I ever steal, hundreds though. Hundreds of candles, but no, she wouldn't. Look, okay- I, no, no. If it's not mine, I don't take it. My mom instilled that from a very young age. <laughs> Congratulations again. He wins Florida, not on VFX. An excuse that doesn't come up all the time, but I feel like once they have this statistic, we'll definitely see more of it in Florida, not McCall. Okay. Scientists did a study on just how many doppelgangers you have in the world. Oh. Doesn't come up very often in Florida, not, but now that I feel like we're going to reveal this information, AJ McCall at VFX is definitely going to come up a lot more. Uh-huh. So, doppelgangers. McCall and I have joked about this. I love how <laughs> I met your mother. That's right. really where I think it became more mainstream. Right. Scientists studied and revealed the number of doppelgangers you have that exist in the world. Okay. And again, doppelganger someone that you meet. They should be almost a spot-on match. Right. Pretty freaking close. Right. Would you like to guess what that number is? Mm, I feel like a lot of people have a lot, but like me, I feel like I have like zero. So... Two. <laughs> Maybe your doppelgangers live in other countries you're never going to visit, like Russia or Cambodia or something. That's fair. I guess I kind of look Russian. Scientists say that everyone has six doppelgangers That's somewhere in the world. Six. You know, I feel like my nose is very similar to Sarah Bareilles's, but that's about it. <laughs> like, that's all I got. Six doppelgangers. So next time you say you're one in a million, which really isn't all that great. You got to say one in a billion because there's seven of you and there's seven billion people in the world. Whoa. Plus it sounds nicer, right? Yeah. Because if you say you're one in a one in a million, what you're actually saying is you're one in seven. Hold on. I got to do the math. I don't math. You're Three one zeros. in way more numbers than you want to be. 700,000. So that means you mean nothing. 700. Or, I got to do that. I, or, can't, I can't think today. Or it's you are the great. most unique it's and the greatest. Great. One in a billion, though, is factually true because seven people supposedly, according to scientists, share your face. Well, there you go. I don't like sharing my face, but okay. Well, McCall, uh, <laughs> didn't really help since you said you don't like sharing your face, but there's a website called ten- TwinStrangers.net. Oh, awesome. Where you can upload a- your picture and it will find your doppelgangers. I'm slightly tempted for that. I'm kind of in as well. I'm just going to pick a selfie and be like, all right, find me. Please. And then I'm going to go commit fake crimes under their name. Oh. That's a lot. No. How about don't do that? What's the point of having doppelgangers if you don't use it to your advantage? I don't know. It'd be like, look, we look alike. Ha ha. My question is, here's the, so if like, say all six of your doppelgangers are like in the eastern part of the world, you'd be like, well, how did I get born over here? Clearly I'm supposed to be over there. Yeah, mom. (laughs) 
Twinstrangers.net. You can upload your picture. It will find your doppelganger. Scientists say you're supposed to have six. Six people that share your face. I got to tell you, though, I'm looking at this link, and the two girls that it has next to each other that I'm assuming are advertising it, to me, don't look like doppelgangers. Oh, awesome. So That's perfect. I'm assuming it looks That's like... great publicity. It, it looks like <laughs> doppelgangers uh, maybe a little loose. Okay. A little loose in how much they look alike. Like, pretty close. All right. Doppelganger. Eh, but we'll see. We're down to the uh, Savory 16 in our right. Park Narks Grand Tournament. We are. This is my favorite part. Why? Because of the nominations that we have up today. Oh, They're good. Okay. Well, McCall's going to explain all that because we're working our way down to the biggest Park Nartic offender, the worst of the worst. Down to the savory 16 in our Park Narks Grand Tournament as we try to find the biggest offender in 2020 of Park Narks. Now, please, AJ McCall on VFX, continue to send us your Park Nark nominees yes. because in 2021 we'll go back to the regular collection of winners and losers for Apple Spice gift cards. But right now we're tournament icing our way down to the grand winner. Tournament icing is my favorite (laughs) phrase I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) We worked our way from 32 to 16 last week, and now McCall is setting up the head-to-head here as we work from 16 to 8 by Friday. Yes. So today, our category is we create our own rules. Now, this is one of my favorite categories from the jump, so I decided that we may as well narrow them down first. Mm -hmm. So we've got the, uh, where we're at right now, we've got two trucks parked like diagonally, basically, across one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, there are eight parking spots that they're taking up. Good gosh. That's a lot of parking spots. And then we've got the, uh, looks like a Sebring. The Sebring with the cones around it that's parked across three parking spots. So we've got those two. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, then. Yeah. That, and that's a very pop. Well, infamous. Infamous, infamous, I would say. Very infamous Park Narcs nominee. Yep. And then we have the nomination of the card that is in that, you know, again, infinite, infamous parking lot in the valley Barracks. on the south end of town. There's a car that's like. I don't know, over the little triangle thing that says don't park here. Don't park here. It's parked over that and in the middle of the lane. And then a car that is parked perpendicular to all of the other cars. I think this is in the mall parking lot, if I remember correctly. That's so bad. That it's is terrible. terrible. Currently, with that one, that that one is running away with the vote. It's so I mean, bad. 85%. It's awful. Is what we're looking at right now, so... Those are the nominations today. So we just have the four. Just get onto our Instagram story is where it is at Utah's VFX. We'll obviously be running the rest of them through this week so that we can get down to the semifinals by Friday. Quarterfinals. Quarterfinals by Friday. Quarterfinals by Friday. I don't know how to count. Quarterfinals by Friday. (laughs) We will have our winner by Christmas break. Correct. And so the grand... Uh, Park Narks Tournament winner, the biggest offender is voted on by you, will win a pair of Lava Hot Springs tickets. One random voter as well is also going to win Lava Hot Springs tickets. So again, Utah's VFX on our Instagram story. It's really easy to vote. Yep. Go vote. We're working our way down to eight by Friday, and we will have our winner by Christmas break. I'm so Utah's excited. Utah's VFX for the Grand Park Narks Tournament. Park Narks. Also going on this weekend, last week, dozen days of uh, Christmas, Christmas with Johnny O'Spudnuts. And so hopefully you know your Christmas is it because we got another chance for you to win Johnny O. Spudnuts gift card.
All last week, all this week, the dozen days of Christmas, AJ and McCall show at VFX teamed up with Johnny of Spud Nuts. You can win a gift card by just playing the Christmas Music Master Quiz. It's so fun. If, so fun. If you know your Christmas music, you win a Johnny O'Spunnett's gift card. And yep. now that we've rolled back to Monday, it means we start the games over and back to everyone's favorite, <gasps> unnecessarily censored Christmas music. Yes. So it's really easy. You just have to tell us what word is missing. Down through the chimney with good St. Nick. First comes the stock in the little Nell. Oh, dear Santa, it well. I'm four. AJ's like 12. <laughs> Again. What's the word? All you have to tell us is what word is missing. That's it. And you want a Johnny O'Spunnett's gift card. One more time. Down through the chimney with good St. Nick. First comes the stock in the little Nell. Oh, dear Santa, f*** it well. I can tell you for sure. It rhymes with Nell. <laughs> I was going to say it's not the F word. That's what no, I was going no, to say. Well. Again, I don't want to get called to the boss's office a little bit later today, so I'm I need to say it is definitely not the F word. That being no. said, AJ and McCall on VFX one more time. We're trying to figure out what word is unnecessarily censored. Down through the chimney with good Saint Nick. First comes the stock in the little Nell. Oh dear Santa f- it well. Oh, this is a great game. AJ McCall on VFX for our dozen days of Christmas with Johnny Spunnets and the AJ McCall show on VFX. Let me ask you this, Sean. How's it going? All right, it's another day in paradise. Oh, good. I don't know about that. Very sir. snowy paradise. I really don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I love the cold north. There you go. There you go. Now, Sean, before I ask you the question, just to, you also thought that that was hilarious, right? I'm not the only one that has a sense of humor oh. of a 12 year old. <laughs> I, I had to hear it the second time to get what you were laughing at. But <laughs> I went down to my 12, or, uh, yeah, 12 year old level and went, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, Sean, if you can tell us what word was unnecessarily censored, you want a Johnny O. Spudnuts gift card. Fill it well. Down through the chimney with good St. Nick. First comes the stock in the little Nell. Oh, dear Santa, fill it well. <laughs> <laughs> what McCall said. Excited! Congratulations, Sean. <laughs> Congratulations, indeed. Hang on the line. We'll get your information. We'll get you all set up with that Johnny Spudnuts gift card. Okay, thank you. I gotta tell you, it's the most fun game to play possible. Just find something with a word that begins with F. Yeah. You make sure you include the F. Yeah. And you have a blast. You just unnecessarily censor it. Favorite game ever. Favorite game ever. Like, I don't think we're going to play holiday games again this year at the, like, work right. stuff, right? Right. I don't know why. But I'm pretty sure after hearing us do this last year, it was part of our holiday festivities because we're so, like, it's hilarious. So fun. But congratulations to Sean. He wins for today's uh, Christmas Music Master Quiz. And if you know your Christmas music, be listening all week as we celebrate a dozen days of Christmas with Johnny Spudnuts in the A.J. McCall Show on VFX. This weekend, McCall, a friend of mine back home in Indiana... Went home to see family. Okay. Uh, let me remind you that they only live about two hours away. But my friend came back perturbed. I'll say irked. Okay. Slightly upset about something his parents did with his old room. And to <laughs> me, it didn't help that I was like, well, duh, what did you expect? Right, right. <laughs> That's coming up in the debate today in less than 10 minutes on VFX. Crumble debate today with AJ McCall on VFX. A buddy of mine back home in Indiana went home to see his family this weekend. Okay. And so he got home and I heard from him when he got back. And he let me know that he was 
slightly annoyed. Okay. And I said, okay. <laughs> Why? What happened? Very interesting. Being annoyed with family, not anything new to me. Right. I'm, I'm the person you need to talk to. Right. AJ McCall at VFX. Said, I'm really annoyed because I got down there and found out they took my childhood bedroom and they turned it into a gym. <laughs> okay. And I, I, I only <laughs> didn't make it better by saying, and? What, I'm confused. What What's the problem? And he said, well, what do you mean what's the problem? I said, you left. You left. In you fact, don't live there anymore. You bought your own house. Right. What were you expecting? Well, yeah. I mean, that's exactly what. Did you want to go in there and go like meditate and be like, oh, what was it like to be a kid? Let's see. Oh, we're going to meditate in here. Oh, my gosh. I'm feeling all of the, th- the same angsty vibes. No. <laughs> he no. Was, he was like, you don't understand. You move states and states away. It's not like you expect to come home and, no. and have a place to crash. I said, well, that's not actually true because I have had to come home and had a place to crash. But I said, but yeah, like you even, moved out. Right. Even then, like... It's their house. Exactly. That's exactly what it comes down to. Like, I'm sorry, your parents are a hotel for you. Like, cool if they keep an extra room or a spare room for you to come back and, like, crash or crash on the couch or something like that. But, like, it's also not your parents' responsibility to keep one room reserved for you just in case one weekend a year you decide that you want to spend maybe one evening there. Like... There are plenty of other evenings that your parents are going to be using that room for literally whatever they want, because guess what? They pay for the house. And he, was like, what, he was like, did your parents even tell you? And I said, actually, no, I don't even remember. I, and frankly, I think mine started changing the second I moved out and started getting an apartment. I said, I lived at home for five, six more years before I moved away. And when I started getting apartments, and I right. think the second I walked out the they door, were like, they were like, all right, cool, this is ours now. Yep. I was like, yeah, well, I don't know what you expected. I think it's amazing that they held on that long. They I probably know. just finally got around to it. I know. So That's question, crazy. I know, right? I was like, hey, I think you're you're blown. I think you're on the wrong side on this totally. one. Totally. But the question then becomes, of course, what did your parents change your rooms into? Yeah. So we got Sean on the phone here. Sean, what about, what was it for you? All right. So I'm originally from Wyoming, and I go back there, you know, for holidays and everything. So I get back there last year about Thanksgiving time, and I go into my bedroom. We live on a big old ranch house. And you know what? You won't believe what my dad turned that bedroom into. He makes flies for fly fishing. I mean, everywhere you look, there's thread, there's hooks, there's little jigs and everything made to look like flies in there. That's sweet. <laughs> Can I go to your dad's house? That's cool. Sean, Sean, I'm think, sorry, man. Sorry, slightly perturbed. McCall's like, that's awesome. No, that's awesome. <laughs> Be awesome. Look, as somebody who has literally taken over every room in the house, that's me. Hi. Um, that is, I think that's sweet. But again, like if you're in a, you, you said you were in a big ranch house, like go sleep in the loft or something. <laughs> it's fine. You're your dad, fly. those flies are important, dude. Look, you can I'm, make all kinds of money off of that. I'm pretty sure no matter what happens to your parents' house, they still got a living room. Maybe they got a guest room. They got I'm sure somewhere they you have can crash a couch. If push comes. Yeah, they, it is okay. push comes to shove. You know, and <laughs> they probably are like, okay, so we love you, but please stay in a hotel. <laughs> Sorry, fly fishing room takes precedence right yeah. now. Yeah. We want your crap on the walls. I want my crap How, on the walls. I'm sorry. How much money are you bringing me in right now? Less money than the flies. They get their own room. Look, I'm be honest. I'm pretty sure. I thought that was just standard when it came to parents. Like it the is. second they bolted, you were looking forward to doing whatever you could, and frankly, probably dreaming about it before your kids even left the house. Right. We'll see if we can get that confirmed, and then you can share it too. What did your parents change your room into? You because- know, and I, I, again, I'm sure there's like a guest room. 
Maybe. There's like Even a if guest there's not, room, there's still usually. a living room. Yeah, for sure. Definitely a living room. For sure. What did your parents change your room into? Because for me and my brother, it was two entirely different things. Oh. I'll be honest. If I ever am a parent, I'm going to be looking forward to the day that my kid moves out and doing something with their room. It's my house. Oh, yeah, exactly. AJ and McCall at VFX for the Crumble Debate at 8 this weekend. A buddy of mine went back home to see his parents for the holidays, only to find out that they had changed his room up, and he was slightly irked about it because, and I quote, he could drive home anytime and be there. And I was like, okay, so you also bought your own house. Exactly. Your your house is... Uh this is yours, but this is your parents' house. I was like, so. unless it's an extreme emergency, I'm pretty sure anytime you could make it to your parents' house, you could also make it to your own house. So I think you're okay. Yep. So that being said, question was, first of all, what did your parents change your room into? So Shauna, what, what was it for you? Storage and not, not even for my stuff. They turned it into a storage room for my sister's stuff. My room was glorious. It was a pop bedroom, like all the... 90s pop bands. It was amazing. And think the Backstreet Boys and all of them. It was glorious. It was a beautiful room. And I went home and it was gone. And it was filled up with my sister's crap. I'm like, wait, 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 where's mine? My stuff was in the basement. I mean, as long as they still kept it. I guess the question is here's what it is for me. Like, my room back home. Um, my brother's room was the one that got turned to the storage, actually. Bo- I kid you not. You had trouble getting into his room because it was just boxes upon boxes upon boxes. Uh-huh. But, like, my brother's stuff and my stuff was still up on the walls. But the thing is, is, like, the other thing is you, you be careful because they start taking it down, then they want to send you that stuff. The question is, do you want that 90s stuff in your house? Because, like, my parents do that, too, and they want to send me my awards. I'm like, eh. Honor roll, all that. Do I really want that stuff? No. I kind of just want to leave it there. So you guys want to box it up and hang on to it. Maybe we'll figure it out if you guys downsize from a house or something. Right, right. I don't want it. My room became the designated nap room. Like my parents went in and feng shuied it so that they could take a nap in it as opposed to the living room. So technically, I guess you would make the argument it's a guest room now. And I was like, eh, whatever. So I guess it still serves a purpose. Like, Because it's like McCall said with my buddy a few minutes ago. What are we going to do? Go home and just meditate in your room and right. absorb the child energy? Like, what does it matter? Right. The answer is no. Like, you're not going to no. you're not gonna go over to your house and just be like, just hanging out, you know, wanted to see my old house, my old room, hang out in here. No. Because no. there's this great thing called pictures if you want to reminisce. Exactly. Those exist. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> now, that being said... We, of course, have to confirm with a parent, because McCall and I could speak to this all day long, but we're not parents. I still think that you maybe maybe not look forward to it. I think I would, though. I'd be like, ah, oh, they're getting close to moving out. What am I going to do with that extra space? Because I'd kill for an extra room right now. Yeah. I would love to have an extra room I could turn into, like, an office space. Yeah. I would love that. That being said, Sean is a parent. Now, come level with us, Sean. All parents look forward to this, right? Exactly. As soon as my kids start moving out, uh, man cave, mm-hmm. work room, workout bench. Uh-huh. <laughs> you already got the plans drawn up, right? You know exactly what you want. Oh, exactly. They start marching out here shortly. And don't tell this to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Your secret's safe with it's, us. It's totally safe. She's listening right now. We know it. Oh, good. <laughs> well, that just means you got to include her in the plans. There so you, you go. go. Here, I'll take hey, this you room. Can have you take a, that room. You can have a... Uh, or a yoga here's studio. A little, yeah, here's a little craft room. Maybe a, You're welcome. Yeah, a craft room. I like craft whatever, rooms. Whatever They're you cool. Want. Whatever you want. I have a craft room. I have an office. I have a studio. I have a bedroom. I took all of the rooms. I did. I took all of the rooms. 
Here's if there was one caveat, and I don't even think this is devil's advocate. This is just more clarity than anything. Uh-huh. What what would you say is the grace period? I don't know. I mean, as soon as you want to. <laughs> it depends on the kid, and I think. you're 18 and graduate high school, goodbye. I think it depends on the kid. <laughs> I really do. Like, what's yeah. what's their plan? Do they want to go to college? Were they terrible children? Cool. Were they terrible If they move to children. college and you want to change it and Were make them terrible move out children. on their own, do it like uh, that. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, I don't know what to do. We don't have room for you to come oh, home. Crap. Oh, crap. Sorry, kid. It. Rough. Yeah. Oh, dang it. I think mine, I, I'm thinking about this, I, I think I need to amend my answer. I think so, because I lived home two different summers between leases, and I think my room was mostly left the same. No, that's not true. We started getting those storage bins in there. So it was a gradual process for my room. But ultimately, like about two years, they were like, all right, he's not coming home. He keeps getting apartments. Yeah, we're making it what we want. Yeah. That was about it. And then it became the game of, okay, what can we send to AJ? What will he take? Because we don't want it here anymore. And that's a whole other debate. You got yeah. a garage, I don't. Like, I'm not, I'm moving, I'm downsized. I'm living in tiny apartments. I'm broke. Yeah. I need some space here. But yeah, I, I'm, I, again, I told my buddy, I was like, I don't know what you expect, dude. It's their house. You bought a house. It's not like you're saving a room for your parents specifically. Maybe you got a guest room, but I doubt it's because you have your parents in mind. Of course they're tearing it down. Why are they making their own thing? That's what I would do. Yeah. Again, I would kill for an office space right now. Yeah. It'd be amazing. It's the sweetest, I'll tell you. See? I love it. Having an office space is the coolest. McCall, maybe it's 2020, but there's a uh, trend that all of a sudden has become a turn on. That was I. It was just an ironic joke before, and we need to discuss this because people have problems. Okay. We need to have a discussion here. Okay. Because a, ra- a, a random statistic makes me really question humanity a little bit. Not because it's super crazy, but it's like, how did you guys transition that to a turn on? AJ and McCall on VFX. Ugly sweater parties are hilarious. The whole point is they're ironic. Yeah. They're fun. Yeah. 90 some plus percent of people find them to be turn-ons now. That makes literally no sense. I mean, maybe it's like, oh, wow, he's got a sense of humor. I don't know. No, but that's the thing. A sense of humor is, that's like trying too hard. If you define that as a sense of humor, like, because it's not, to me, a sense of humor is spontaneous. And you're like, oh, ugly sweater. I'm like, uh, the realms are wear a sweater and for it to be super stupid. You know, I feel like, yes, but in the year 2020, like, there's not much, like, comedic relief. You can't walk up to somebody and, like, have a conversation because they're like, excuse me, you are far too close to my face right now. So if you wear an ugly sweater, then it's like, hey, he's but, funny from across the room. But- so that's exactly how you should define a turn from across the room. Things look great. Uh, yes. So dumb. It would take way more cojones to wear an actual sweater as far as I'm concerned. A turn on? A turn on. Really? I look, guess so. Look, McCall, I need, you to, I need you to hold a set standard here. You and Producer Butters ran my friend who said a satchel's definitely the way to go yep. through the fire for wearing a satchel. I like ugly sweaters. Oh, come on. I found like... A ton of them at a store in the mall that I went into, and I was like, "I want all of these. I want to wear all of. They're not appropriate, so I couldn't. But I wanted to wear all of them. This is a problem. Oh man, they were hilarious. That I'm sure they were funny, but the the the, the transition to <laughs> to a turn on, like at this point, really, like memes. Memes then should be a turn on because memes have become vital pieces of information and communication at this point. Totally. They've actually become like facts at this point. Ugly sweaters becoming a turn on. It's (laughs) they started as irony. Now it's mainstream. Like, ah, mainstream is turn on. Really? 
Really? Like, you had the audacity to do something that now everybody does. That's a turn on. Really? That's that's what we're looking for now? That's oh, the wow, standard? Oh, mainstream. You're not different? <laughs> you follow the herd? Sheep. Sheep are now turn ons. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> really? Yeah. And it's not just, it's a vast majority. It's like 95 plus percent defined it as a turn on. Look, Weird. I get it. You ain't supposed to like see people, especially strangers right. and all that. So the, I mean, the desperation has got to be at an all time high. Right. Good luck, single people. Yeah. But like, seriously, that's it. That's a lot. I thought the jokes were bad when they said, "Ah, oh, guys, if you just say please, thank you, hold the door open, and don't look like a slob, you'll go, you'll go far with the lady because that's that's what qualifies now." But may, apparently, the bar sank lower. Yeah. Good gosh. Yeah. <sighs> I. Man, they're going to be so when when COVID finally we get like past it all, they're going to be so many weddings because people are going to be like turbo dating and married. Yep. Good lord. Yep. That being said, have fun at your ugly sweater party because apparently you're going to catch everybody's eye, <laughs> or maybe it negates each other because you're at one party. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> to be determined. VFX's Facebook roulette, the last thing on the AJ and McCall show. So all you got to do. It's at AJ Knight, Ad McCall Taylor on Facebook. We like, comment, and share a post. The best one makes it to the VFX Facebook page. Offer us your tribute, McCall. Well, I landed on my friend Shanna's post, and she shared an interview with Jimmy Fallon and uh, Michael C. Hall, who is Dexter. And Dexter is holding the microphone and says, Oh, you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus will kill you if you're bad. <laughs> it's like, Whoa, Michael C. Hall, you're crazy. I love that show. <laughs> I let it on my friend Laura Fowler says, which Michael Scott are you today? And it's a GIF and there's six of them. I am I definitely that. Michael Scott too. You can win because I like that gauge of things. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, find us at us across all social media. Just like Utah's VFX across all social media. We're now less than two weeks away from Christmas. Yay. Utah's VFX.com. Get in for Santa's gift pack giveaway. And uh, also stream the podcast there. Search for AJ and McCall anywhere podcasts are. Yep. Um, and heads up, if somehow you have not left the house yet today, it has There's snowed. snow outside. So that means one of two things. Uh, there's definitely going to be more than our fair share of people that are driving with their lights on. Correct. Because yay. Correct. And two, more likely than not, you're going to run into, I would say the split Ice. is about, well, that. Oh. 35, 65, 35% of people driving way too slow. 65% of people are driving like, yeah, I don't see what the problem is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sliding over. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. Why are you guys going so slow? Yeah. So just so you know, that's your, uh, consider that a bonus forecast breakdown for you. Still no reports though, right? Canyon's still good? Uh, yeah. As far as I can tell, uh, let me pull it up really fast so that I can double check and make sure that I have the most accurate information. Uh, looks like. Canyons, yeah, they seem right, seem to be good. good. Uh, Upper good. Logan Canyon, Logan Summit, chains required for semis. Uh, snow covered. There's some icy spots through Sardine. Both directions, there are no restrictions. So, well, you know. Good news. Drive. Pay yeah. attention. <laughs> Tell tomorrow for the AJ McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX. Bye.